Hi, it's Serene, and welcome to my podcast. It's Serene from the Movie Reviews with Serene blog on WordPress, and I think it's a matter of time that I started this podcast because for a year or so, I've been running this Instagram account for my blog my movie and tv shows blog and i've always wanted to have a podcast but i was like are people like interested enough in me but now we're here so i love movies i love movies i love tv shows i've always been the kid who went to the movies and watched a bunch of movies in like in the th- theaters or uh, on TV and i don't know why but i have this passion for movies and certain actors and i'm just obsessed with movies and TV shows at this point so i have watched Morgan Freeman's newest movie called Paradise Highlight but I will also talk about my Emmy predictions and also what's interesting to watch during August which is actually starting tomorrow which i'm very excited about because august is filled with gems to watch i know this podcast can be seemingly very unstructured but i will it's a first episode and so let's see this podcast as a pilot episode but back to my review so i wrote this review yesterday at i think 9 p.m. or something no the day of thing the day before because i my time was kind of messed up because i went to bed at 5 a.m. due to a family situation to those who know me personally my family is fine but yeah that's that happened so I am in love with Morgan Freeman. He is such a nice guy. He always entertains me when he's like starring in a movie or just his voice. Uh, his voice is so smoothing and really calms me down, which is not an easy thing to do normally. I don't calm easily, calm down easily. So yeah, his new movie is called Highway Paradise and it's a crime slash drama slash thriller slash adventure and here's my review. I also wrote, like I also write reviews to, to two to three times a week and you can find that in my instagram on my instagram account and on my blog which i will be posting later and yeah let's go also i before i forget (laughs) this podcast is more like on an educational basis because i am trying and will be giving you facts on on certain movies and what I've like researched and also I will be as detailed as possible so if you like detailed information and if you are a movie enthusiast as me so come along also I get most of my information from the internet movie database basis 
is it called? This is INDB for short. Okay, so I'm just, I am just going to open my review because I did some notes on that. So bear with me one moment. Okay, let's go. Okay, so as I said, his new movie is called Paradise Highway, and um, it's actually it's actually a short movie in comparison to other movies because it's it has a runtime of an hour and 55 minutes and my biggest issue with this movie is that it's too slow for my pace like for my cup of tea but it's so, like it it keeps you hooked which is a great thing so I, I I don't know, it was very interesting because of certain I don't wanna spoil it but certain things happen which had me at awe and which also like my jaw was dropped to the floor, especially towards the end. But let's get to some facts here. So it starts Morgan Freeman, as I said, Frank Grillo, which is another favorite actor of mine. I liked his performance in Broken Bodies, if I'm not mistaken. That's a that was a drama movie. I think twenty twenty it was released. Let me check. Oh yeah, it's okay. My mistake. It's um, no, it's not that. What's it called? But it is. <laughs> I'm confused. Um, like I said, it's a pilot episode, so yeah. I think it's. No, I I remember. It's called a uh, body brokers, and um, it's a it's a drama. And Frank Grillo was also starring in that one. And I kid you not, I cried watching this movie because it's a heavy topic. It's about an heroin addicted person and we get along to see how... He lives and also he met Frank Gurlo and they do stuff which is very unethical and it's a it's a whole journey so I would highly recommend you to watch it but back to my back to the highlight of my week so to say Also, I watched, I'm just scrolling, so I watched this movie after I had seen Not Okay, a uh, Hulu's Not Okay, which was, had been a 
very dark place because as you probably know not a case about the terrorist attack and the aftermath and the Soviet Deutsch faking her Paris trip which is questionable at one at first then she's also faking it during a time where the actual attack happens so then she is like putting on this persona of a victim which we at the end find out that she wasn't and that also is unethical to me so yeah but um there was this one scene in this movie also it's a it's like it also stars like Dylan O'Brien which I had the opportunity to be in a zoom call with earlier this year because he was on a promo thing for his and Zoe's uh, previous movie called the outfit and I got to ask him a question because I signed up to this email list of um it's called filmmakers dialogue and it's a it's a movie program of a New York um university but you can also as an outstander you can also sign up and you get like screenings screening links um pre premium uh invites a pre yeah pre premiere invites and a bunch of other stuff and get opportunities to talk to the actors which was so cool cuz i've had been a fan of Dylan O'Brien since Maze Runner and yeah it was he was so much fun during this interview and since i'm from europe so i had to stay up until 2am to attend this zoom call but it was so worth it he was cracking jokes here and there and he wasn't he wasn't in great mood mood um so there's that Anyways, so back to Frank Grillo. Um, I also found out when I like did some research before I wrote my review that me and Frank Grillo are birthday but birthday twins because I'm a June baby and he is a June baby, so I'm very excited about that um yeah so then the movie highlight paradise also stars Ver- veronica ferris which played a role role in another favorite of mine me that movie it like blew my mind it's called crisis please watch it it's amazing it's like a drama crime flick about the pharma industry of the united states and it was a ride i to this day have seen this movie multiple times i've lost count and i just like this movie it's like it's very eerie it's at po- at some point it's it's questionable at some point and it just makes you think and i like mental si- sim- uh, stimulations i don't know why i can't talk today um i like mental stimulations anyway so i would highly recommend crisis and not okay even though I have to tell you that Crisis and Not Okay had some major trigger warnings. I was 
like surprised that it didn't, it didn't have a disclaimer. Well, Mother K had one, but Crisis didn't, um, because that subject matter is can be have very heavy for some people. So yeah, and then um another person I want to mention is Jackie Dallas. She played the role in the the Stranger Things franchise. I have honestly not watched it. I have only watched a few seasons. That because my sibling was watching it, so I was just watching here and there, so I don't have many information on that. I know that she isn't a part of the cast anymore because when I was searching um for like uh for my review I I found out that she was a part of I think twenty sixteen or twenty eighteen until twenty twenty or something if I'm not mistaken. So that's a half like it's a half ass thing for my end so um yeah so i like to do my review structured meaning you get the actors then you get the directors the writers then the premise and then my um my opinion so yeah i just want to throw this out there it's was directed by by uh, Anna Galto Galto she did um the accomplice this I never watched it but I was interested to mention it because I like to do actors and directors previous works and um, yeah, so this movie, Highlight Paradise, it's rated R, rightfully, because there are some violent scenes. There is a scene with this little girl, is, she's called Hi- Hala. Um, she's called Hala. Whoa. her name again um I know this podcast sounds all over this episode sounds all over the place I'm sorry for that um, what's her name? Oh yeah, Hala Finlay. This is a thirteen-year-old girl, and there was this very intense scene with With um, with her other um, what's it called? With her other castmate, and um, I was very uncomfortable watching watching that scene because to. Like to preference this, this movie is about the truck driver. He's she's a female truck driver, and she like usually transports packages, quote unquote packages, for her boss and like for her um superior superior superiors, but this time she, the package she picked up is Hala, meaning Lila. And she has to bring her to a trafficking ring, sadly. But 
certain things happen and her brother is also in prison so she like she is very devoted to her brother because she had a not so great upbringing and we also as the audience find about um her relationship with certain family members and on but more on that later so yeah that was a scene which might haunt you anyways to get my fast straight this is in german and uh, american production which is cool in my case and so i would like to go to the premise of this movie like i said like i said it's about the truck driver has oh who has been forced to smuggle um things to save her brother from a deadly prison gang with FBI operatives hot on her tr- trail Sally that's the person the drug driver I was talking about um is challenged when the final package turns out to be a teenage girl. So this movie I'm this movie is is very okay it has like two plot lines the first mo- uh, plot line is the truck driver Sally and her pickups and the final pickup and the second um plot line is Morgan Freeman as this FBI agent and his partner whose name I forgot and they are like um trying to really like get to this woman because they know that she was they know her escapades and they know about her transportation job with the little girl and they are trying to save the little girl but then but then at some point at this movie they do something <clears throat> i lost my voice here because i was shocked when i watched it i was like what is going on they do something and that thing what they're doing i'm trying to like increase your interest in this movie um they're doing something and that was very questionable to an extent but uh, I liked it because the thing with Morgan Freeman's character is that he he drops lines like so funny lines and he also drops um a few s- swear words here and there which I'm not really accustomed to because to my um taste is it's a bit weird because the person in my mind who is really like cursing is Samuel L Jackson who is another favorite actor of mine and Morgan Freeman like swearing is just so funny because i think that's something i wasn't expecting even though even though i liked his performance in uh 2020 2020s the vanquished with um ruby rose he swore as well and 
but not to this expand, extent where he was swearing <laughs> in this movie. Also, I like the chemistry between him and his partner, whose name I should probably find out. <laughs> oh yeah, his name is um Cameron Monaghan, and his on-screen name is Finley Sterling. So yeah, they there was this like car scene, which is very funny, and also um another thing that I liked about this movie were the camera angles. Like there was a certain camera angle, which is usually found in the Fast and Furious franchise, meaning the camera angle was placed on a tire. So during uh the third act of the movie you could see the cars car chase but from the truck which was driven by Sally that was a cool uh, aspect because I like I usually like certain camera like I'm a camera camera angle and and in in that what's it called? In in house test, what's it called? Ah, oh, I can do. Like I like camera angles, so that's it. Um, onto the structure of this movie. I know it, this episode is like all over the place, but I I'm just nervous that I keep forgetting stuff. So bear with me here. It will have structure on the and like on the upcoming episodes um yeah so this the first act is like rather slow because we see as the audience we see Sally driving around then he we see we also see like her brother in the prison facility and yeah it's it's rather slow then the second deck is like also it has also its slow moments but we get to see morgan freeman more um finley sterling more and the little girl we, because she's a part of that and which the thing that i like liked in the second act is that we got to see like we got to see more stuff about Sally being revealed as we go along on this roller coaster of a journey because due to the emotions which we got to feel we were there was a time we were angry we were, there was a time we were worried when there was a place and there there was a shot or sequence should I say where it was um very close to home for me and as a watcher i felt uncomfortable like as i mentioned the um truck scene in the think second to first act with Layla was a very intense scene and i guess that's a good thing that this movie is rated R because if if it, if it was like PG-13 which I highly doubt or NC that might have not conveyed the emotion that the director wanted us to feel as well as is as is as if it was a a like NC rating movie, you know what I'm talking about? Like the emotions, the stuff we get to got to see, the scenery, the intense, intense scene of a little girl being treated rather shit shittily by our truck driver and but we get to see 
her development, her love, not the love, her like motherly love for Layla and in the upcoming um acts, like in the starting the second act. And we get to kind of form an understanding where our protagonist is coming from. And I, like I said, it was a roller coaster for me. And I'm glad that I watched this movie after I watched Not Okay because it, because I got to think about some aspects of my like personal life and or like how I would have reacted if I saw a 13 year old girl being eventually like trafficked you know if 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 I if I were the truck driver and if I had to eventually do this and had to like do this to my devotion to my brother and how that will affect me or how that would affect me and then me trying I'm spoiling here me trying to at the end save this girl but there then me finding out about this certain twist which I was talking about uh, when I mentioned that I had my jaw dropped to this to the floor because I wasn't really expecting that certain thing to happen I'm like trying not to spoiler here so it got to it got me in a very like vulnerable place as a person who has a younger child a younger not the child but a younger teenager in my inner circle and I like got to kind of put my feet into Sally's shoulders and put my feet into the shoes uh, not shoulders I mean shoes of her brother and his motive and his like motivation to you know eventually do what he did or wanted to do what it did what he originally planned to do so i i would like recommend this movie but please please watch this movie when you're in a better headspace because I wasn't and um, yeah it was a hard watch but it had some some great moments as well like there was this kind of family-esque scene uh, in the third act which was very like heartwarming at to an extent but then it was well actually my mind kind of circled back to a scenes prior a couple of scenes prior then i was like thinking i'm like well it's a good thing that sally eventually saved her or wants to save her save lila but you know, you can't run from a mob and what this actually was, it was a mob and the mob was, there was like, they were ruthless and I, I, I like kept thinking if I were in his or her um, shoe, like in her, um, what's it called, if I were in her or his situation how would I react and would I've reacted the way that Sally has reacted you know what I'm trying to say I'm also scrolling right now to see if I can add something
I have the... Oh, yeah, I, I just found something. There was this very uncomfortable um, Zoom call, I can say, in in a in the second act no in the third act and it was very uncomfortable for me because it was sort of cringe how Sally and her partner or should I say friend were talking on their phone I was like Oh, that's uncomfortable, but not in a bad way. It was just uncomfortable because they were using certain quote-unquote boomer words, like certain old person words that me as a millennial wouldn't fathom using. So that's why... I was uncomfortable. <laughs> um Yes. Like another really mm, thing to critique for me at least were those emotions like I was talking about there were some aspects of this movie that I think the director wanted to convey properly but she failed because at some point in I think like an hour or an hour of I think an hour and ten minutes or into the movie I felt this like eerie feeling of not really understanding where where the director was planning to make us feel something which like there was a scene and it's a scene where I think most people would feel emotions because uh, she talks about her upbringing and her her like a trauma with Sally's father. I mean, Sally is talking about the trauma, and we get to feel this trauma and see this trauma. Not in the form of flashbacks, but in how she was actually reacting. So it was a trigger word for um, Sally. So, and when I was watching this uh, scene, it was in the second act uh and i was thinking i was like okay nice try because i wasn't feeling like from an emotional point of view i wasn't feeling the that emotion that which is a trauma response being properly conveyed to me as a as the as a part of a of of the audience so that's my like only critique point and also another thing is the pacing I maybe it's just me like I said I don't like slow movies but I really don't like the pacing during this first to the to the like end of the second act because it was like too slow too too slow and i was i was just i was like so so um so close to like skip 
to like fast forward but i was like maybe but my conscious brain was like what if you miss something you know what if you miss something and then it's like oh i don't know why where this piece of information which really like gets unveiled slowly and you like start to piece the puzzle together and so i'm i was like okay don't skip and i'm glad i didn't skip because i wouldn't have find out that her brother spoiler alert is actually was working with the mob who wanted to human traffic Leila and when I found that out and how I found it out because you see it not well it's revealed I was shocked I was not expecting that twist I I had my certain um character motives like for other characters like for Sally or for Morgan Freeman um but I wasn't expecting that so I would give this like to to end on this movie review I would give it a worth of watch because I always like to do on my blog post at the end or you know towards the end I like to do a kind of like a stamp of approval my stamp of approval is like is this movie worth a watch so that's when you see me posting that's how I usually begin a um a post a blog post so therefore it is worth a watch with a huge 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 trigger warning which is necessary um and before i end this i would like to give a round of applause for hala finlay as leila and i think she will be a very well-known actress in the upcoming future she was i don't have words for her because she was phenomenal she was amazing the emotions the acting the mimics her body language everything was on point especially the violent intense sometimes triggering somewhat triggering scene in her first day of being captive really by Sally this scene i was truck truck uh, talking about in the truck in the back of the truck i was impressed beyond impressed by her i hope and i will be following her and i will just i don't know i'm i'm very imp- impressed i mean morgan freeman is morgan freeman as per usual which i like i like this human being i think i'm a huge as fan of this human being and um there's that now i want to talk about um, the emmy predictions Speaking of, I'm just talking. Speaking of Emmy predictions, um, I have rewatched the second season of um Amazon Prime's The Flight Attendant. By rewatch, I'm talking about I had watched it 
and then I also write my wrote my review. But I oh I like watching shows which had me in a chokehold multiple times because sometimes when I'm watching a watching a TV show or a movie I like to multitask meaning I like to like write a review and you know that's and because of that I tend to miss certain in pieces of information which might or could be relevant in the upcom- upcoming seasons of a TV show or in the upcoming um installment of an of a movie so that's why I rewatched it and I am so happy that Kaylee Cuoco was nominated for Emmys for for the Emmy award because I love Kaylee Cuoco and because of her performance in especially in the second season of The Flight Attendant I love the love and love the multiple variations of her character as Cassie Bowden in the season and the the like different hairstyles different outfits different um acting types like her doing certain accents her really showing us once again what a great actress she is especially in season 2 episode 6 7 especially those two episodes i would highly recommend to watch it if you don't know what's about the flight attendant is about the flight attendant who she's a flight attendant a kaylee quaco and she wakes up one day with a dead person in her hotel room but she can't remember what happened the previous night so and then we get go on this journey with her um like trying to remember but also trying to live as a trying to like live as a flight attendant and how that affects her then in the second season we get more on her on her difficult relationship with her mom and where that came from then in the second um in the second season we also get to find out more about her cooperating with the FBI and her colleague being missed and her motives then her misinterpret pret- pret- what's it called miss um understanding i can talk i don't know why um a certain text message and then her like going on this huge journey flying all over across the world really to find her colleague and how that unveils then we find out that she is an alcoholic and then goes to aa meetings and overall the season was intense and i really liked her on-screen um relationship with her mother with her on on-screen mother I'm not great with names. So I
Okay, I can't find it. But anyway, her on-screen mother really was great. There was this certain really like creative and acting-wise, the amazing performance. Like I, I was shocked at the conversion of the emotion between a fight scene of Kaylee Cuoco and her mother and her uh, on-screen mother. I had tears while watching this episode. I don't remember which episode it was, but I am so glad that this TV show, well, mini-series, got an Emmy nomination because it was worth an Emmy nomination on the from the production design, from the opening scene, from the ending scene, from her costume, from her acting, from uh, Rosie Perez's acting, who I love as well, um, as a f- fan, I'm a fan of as well. Yeah, it's just amazing. I love this. I just love, love, love this TV show. So, my prediction for the Emmys as best uh, comedy category in the best comedy series category in only murders in the building because selena gomez is in it and it's just so much fun as a podcast lover myself and i am currently watching the second season i love this series it's so much fun like me as a lover for pet podcast and then as a crime lover you you get the best of the both worlds like if you like podcasts and if you like investig investig investigative tv shows it's a must watch and it's also by hulu which is disney so yeah i really like this and i want it to win I would actually cry when if it won. And then, oops, the next category is lead actor. And then I want, I would like to Steve Martin to win also for his performance in um, The Only Murders in the Building. He was a lot of fun in this um in this TV show. Well, it's a streaming platform, so it's like a mini series. Then in the, in the category of lead actress, I want obviously Hayley Cuoco, uh, not Kaylee Cuoco, who's yeah, Hayley uh Kelly Quaco for the flight attendant to win. I mean, I think we all know why by now. As for supporting actor, um, Oh yeah, Tony Shellhub uh, for the Marvels, Miss Marvel, because he was he was okayish, but he, I mean, he could have been better. That's my opinion. Then in the category for supporting actress. I have not watched all of this, all of the um, nominees. 
Oh, yeah. Okay, Miss Marvels. I watched that. Oh, wait. Oh, my God. That's Miss Marvels. The, the Miss Marvelous Miss Maisel. Oops. I have not seen it, so I don't have a prediction on that. And the, for the best writing of the comedy series category, I think I would love to for only Murders in the Building to win because of the references for pop culture, then the structure of the episodes, and the act like the lines of certain actresses and actors I just would love this to win, to win. then best drama series obviously Rufuria I binge watched the first season in three days and have watched the second season as well I mean what like Zendaya does with this mo- with this TV sh- series is just so is so important because when I was a teenager I would have wished for some for somebody to make a great a a TV show to really not like glorifies drugs but and mental health but to be used as a guide for teenagers nowadays I would have loved to have something like that because my my teenagers were not pretty so also euphoria is just is also like such an amazing and creative show with the scenery with the the place of of like really lighting and the camera angle camera angles and the characters i just i would love to i would like to for you for it to win and and also like to hop really on the on the like Emmy's predictions train I want Arcane to win Netflix Arcane uh, it's based off the Leech, Le- Leech of Legends game and that was that one was so good like with Haley Steinfeld with Imagine Dragons as their song be, and then the they really like the the usage of all the nostalgia and also you can also watch that thing because it's not for kids it's not the kids show even though it looks like it but it's not and also you can also watch it i lost my thought there you can also watch it if you don't or like if you haven't really played the game so it's like really for all ages like for whether you know the story whether you don't know the story it you you're not like lost when you are watching an or and you don't know really the backstory or the game and i mean league of legends we all know that but you know certain people don't know anyways this was my podcast if you want to follow me on instagram you can do it by movie at movie reviews with serene so if you like this 
podcast, please give me a review. And we'll see each other next episode. Bye.